Welcome to another episode of Broken Thoughts. I don't know what episode this is, but I'm sure it says on whatever app you're using, whether you use iTunes, Apple, Google, Spotify, the RSS builder you built in your app building class, or whatever it is. It could be anything. I appreciate you guys taking the time to actually listen, or at least pretending to and clicking the button that says played so that way I get credit for it and I do appreciate that I think this week I would like definitely or this time or what this hour or whatever you want to say take a minute to acknowledge everybody that has put in time everybody else out there that has a podcast. It takes time. It's not just sit down and record. You do have to edit it to some extent. You have to load it. You have to make sure that it goes up on time. And uh, there's the really good podcasts have 10, you know, people working for them. Some have three. Some people just have one. And that is my case. I have friends come on and join me, but it is just me. And I know that it does take time. It does take work. And so I applaud all the people that work hard to do this, whether it's just for fun or for uh, whatever it happens to be. Now, I, there's certain things in life that we take for granted. And I would like to you know, kind of touch on a lot of them. Some of them are things that we don't, we're just like, oh, we have food. We have a roof over our house or a, a roof over our heads, a house or apartment comp. You know, whether, even if you are a van lifer or a you know, rooftop tenter or whatever you want to call them. But you have the that choice. You have the ability to do that. You have the ability to travel. Even if it's not that far. If it's just to the ocean, to the lake, to the woods, to, you know, wherever. Something that you don't think about. You don't think, I am lucky. I'm not saying I'm not doing that or I'm you know, have issues with it or whatever, but you got to take time and really take an account of what you're able to do and how great you have it or how not great and you need to change. If you're not able to get out and do the things that you want to do for some reason whatsoever, you need to make that change. And I say this because I'm making changes myself. I have two bad knees, so I'm slowly working my way into moving more, but when you have two bad knees, you got to work a little bit harder and a little bit slower. But it's still something that I have to do. There's things that I want to do and places I want to go. Now, I've gone through and I've taken the, the list of, you know, the uh, click here if you stayed here. Or uh, it was floating around Facebook. It was like a, you know, a stayed, visited, stopped, passed by want to go type of thing for the United States. I realized I'd have been through a majority or visited uh, every state in one way or another. I've passed through a few of them just for gas or I've I've actually stayed the night and I'd say almost all of them. I'd like to go back and actually spend time because one way or another I've stopped in them and slept but I didn't really visit them. I'd like to actually go through and do the national park tour and go to every single national park. I don't know why, but it seems like something fun to do and 
there's a list out there that the National Park Service put out, the checklist, so you can go through and check each one that you actually see and do. I'd like to collect the patches that they you can buy in the gift shop for a million and a half dollars. I'd like to get a, a overpriced water bottle that says whatever park it is. Maybe even a hat that was only cool in 1982 when they first ordered them, but they haven't sold them out, sold out of them yet. You know what I'm talking about. I'm not gonna buy a stuffed animal or an overpriced ice cream cone because those don't really last. Because I eventually will be getting another dog, and as we know, stuffed animals and dogs do not go together. The point is, is that I I have plans. I want to get out and do something. I'm taking the time and the, the energy to plan that out. To plan out a trip. There's been a long going theory online of which way would be best to hit every single lower 48 states in one long trip. I believe it's like 13,000 miles or something like that. And you can, if you don't stop and you just drive continuously it's like 19 hours or something like that you can do it and it's ridiculous but I want to stop in those places I want to see the largest bowl of wine <laughs> wine yeah bowl of wine the largest bottle uh, of wine the largest you know bowl of twine the corn palace wall drug I want us to go back to Mount Rushmore and pay the 25 oh it's probably 50 cents through a credit card or PayPal it, it's probably a hundred cryptocurrency at this point you know look through the the viewfinder and zoom in even though my phone could do a better job at this point in time but stare at the mountain I want to drive through various places I want to go back through, not that I really want to, but I just want to drive back through Horton, Kansas. Not a big town, but just say I went through the one of the small towns. Get that small town feeling where you're driving down a one lane road, or two, well, one lane each way, so I guess it's two lanes. One traffic light. There's that little diner that everybody eats at at least once a week. Everybody knows everybody's name and everybody's in everybody's business. But they're all nice to you when you walk in. They welcome you like you're part of the family. They don't even know your name and they're still talking to you. I want to know your story. It's, a, it's that warm feeling without being creepy. There's that creepiness factor when people really want to know your story. But then there's the one that they make it feel like you're part of it. And they, you know, they make it seem like they want to know. But they and really turn don't really care. And they'll forget about you after a while. It's only a few places I've been that people have met me. And I go back years later and they still remember me. I'm not that forgetful, but at the same time, how many people do you meet in a service industry where you can actually remember one person? I don't know. I want to go through and go to places that I've never been or take a different side of it. Like, a different view. I'm going to go to the Grand Canyon and stop at a different spot that I stopped the first time. And take a million and a half photos. And I mean that by a million and a half. I want to get multiple you know, memory cards full of photos. Maybe print them all out as I move around and I can make a flip book. Perhaps put some Photoshop filter on it so it looks like they're all hand drawn. And then when I flip it through they gradually get uh, filled in with paint. So it looks like I'm painting it as it goes and all of a sudden it's a photorealistic photo at the end. 
that sounds like fun. Perhaps I should do that. I don't know if I ever will, but it sounds like fun. I want to go somewhere with a bunch of friends, or even just one friend, and have them take a disposable camera, you know, the old plastic ones with the film still inside that you crank through each photo, and you got 27 photos, 36 if you paid extra. I want to go through and shoot the same photo, but at the same spot, but just however we want. Like, there's a redwood tree. Okay, I'm going to take a picture of this redwood tree. We both are shooting that redwood tree, but it wouldn't be the same photo because we each person sees a photo differently. I want to take that photo and we okay and match them up one, two, three, you know, all the same photos, and then write something up about that. Perhaps a third person would be involved that is a writer so they can write a poem about where they are and what they're feeling at that very moment when we snap that photo. But I want to take it and put it in a book. Not necessarily to sell, but just as a, a memory of who we were and what we were doing at that key in time. And it's a, a way of expressing two different viewpoints. And if you had that third person that to express that written word. So if that written word you over the top of you know two you know photos that were corresponding at that point in time, I think it'd be beautiful. Whether it's black and white, color, sepia tone, spot color, all these different techniques out there, you can do them all with Photoshop. But having that one photo, whether it's in focus, out of focus, whatever that one chance to get the photo exactly how you want. That's how you make the memories. Sure, we could take hundreds of photos with our phones, and some of them would probably be better, but it's just the art of doing it with the 35mm film in a, like an 8x10 book. Hardbound, coffee, you know, coffee table ready. It's just ready to go. It's an idea that I've been passing around. I've always thought it would be, you know, it's nice. I've done it with one other person, but I threw the book away because of the person it went with. We went to Seattle and walked around. We took those cameras and we took the exact same photos. It was fun. We didn't print them or anything, but it was still fun to see how they shot it and I shot it because they weren't a photographer. They were creative, but they weren't a photographer. They're also six inches shorter than me at the time. So they saw things differently. And I would, a lot of times, I would, you know, aim above my head and like angle it different. And because I viewed myself as a overzealous photographer that had uh, unrecognized realistic talent that nobody really knew. In actuality, I just knew how to take a good photo. I'm not tooting my own horn or anything like that, but I am saying I do take a good photo. And I've been told that by other people and not just my mom. I've been told that by people all through my life about, oh, you take a good photo. It's not like, oh, you should be a professional. Just, you take a good photo. Similar to when I make a plate of nachos for someone and they go, oh, you make some good nachos. They're not saying, oh, I should go become a professional nacho maker. You should go open a taco bus and make just nachos and call it the nacho bus. But it's more of 
You take good photos. I like them. Good job. High five. All in the same sentence. I would prefer to have a high five than a classic good job or a makeshift trophy made out of twigs and duct tape and hopes and dreams. I'm saying this in, in you know, more of just a, you know, just a fun side of it because as we all know, we are constantly remembering things and forgetting things. As you get older, you forget things as you walk into the room, you forget what you went into the room for. That's just something, part of life, and we all need to work on that. But I think going around and traveling and getting something that you can, you know, do, even if it's just, you know, if you live in, you know, close to a major city, go to the major city and see things that you haven't seen for 10 years or 15 years or it's been a week. But just try to see it differently. Go on the ferry, you know, if you live by water, like I do, you go on a ferry and ride the ferry back and forth a couple of times. Chances are there's one way that's free. So if you park your car and you walk on that freeway, and then you, the the freeway, not the freeway, but the freeway, and you stay on there and you go back and forth a couple of times, they're not going to kick you off if you're on there. Eventually they'll ask you to leave, but the, you know you could usually ride it at least twice. And then just get off of the same side, so that way you don't actually have to pay anything. But if you are, you know, doing that and taking photos the whole time, you're you're going to see things that you've never seen before. Whether it's whales or fish jumping or dolphins or, you know, if you're doing hallucinogens, you might even see a mermaid. You're going to see odd people doing odd things if you're if you're taking photos for yourself you might get that scenic photo where it's two people holding hands and kissing at the edge of the the ferry as the sun rises or sets right behind them i remember back in the day when i was taking photos in new york city when i was there visiting someone two people walked right in front of my shot right in front of the statue of liberty that i was shooting a photo of they decided to, you know, do a picturesque little kiss, a Hallmark card. I kind of snapped a photo right as they did it, but I wasn't really planning on it. It was like, the oh, how could you get in my photo? I wish I would have lined up the photo a little bit better at this point because it's captured such a, a candidness of it because she was half-turned and he was you know, mid-stride and... It just worked out. But the fact is is that I didn't do it. I didn't recognize it at that point. This was back in 2000. Or even even before that. It might have been 1997 or four. I don't remember. But the point is that I didn't recognize it. As we get older we develop our styles and our tastes and our, all, everything like that. If you want to you know, be great you have to be well rounded. I'm still working on that. In some theories, my stomach is great because I'm well-rounded. The point is, is that I would like everybody to do what they can to really just reach out and do something fun. You know, go to a new park. Go for a walk you've never been to. If it's in public, if it's not in public, take somebody or know, let people know. Get a beacon and go for a hike by yourself. Go for a hike with somebody. Take somebody's dog if they don't want to take them out. 
the chances are if you have a good relationship with that dog and you're like, hey, you want to go for a run? Most dogs are going to say, okay, unless it's a pug. And then the pug will just ask you for hugs and kisses and go back to sleep and snore and then fart on you. You just need to get out and do something. You know, do, you know, find that passion. For me, I can no longer go and hike and whatnot. So now I'm getting into the, uh, the trendiness, uh, you could say, of overlanding. That's just vehicle-based exploring. It's just driving somewhere and doing a little walking around, but minimal, but basically just driving somewhere that you can normally hike, but you drive a little bit further so you can hike or camp a little bit more comfortably. You have your tent. You have your rooftop tent. In some cases, that costs thousands of dollars, but still are a lot more comfortable than sleeping on the ground. You also have refrigerators and, and battery backups and solar panels and you basically are glamping. It's three steps to the left of glamping because chances are they don't want to be considered glamping. Some of them. Some of our hardcore people that just want to be considered out there. Oh, I'm a survivalist. Yeah, you're a survivalist with your $400 jacket. Your survivalist with your, you know, seventy-five, you know, dollar steak that you're cooking over your seven hundred dollar grill. No, you're not a survivalist. You're just an idiot who likes the outdoors. The point is, is that, they're, but they're still doing something. They're fun. They have fun with. They met people doing it. There's clubs and organizations. There's international and national groups that will meet, meet up talk and share and enjoy each other's company and then you see each other and you know wherever and you wave jeeps are similar to that and they'll they'll hand out ducks if you see a jeep and you see a duck on it it's called duck duck jeep it was started by a woman that you know wanted to share her love or i forget the whole story you can look it up but people go around carrying little rubber ducks and if you see a duck they put it on the you know on the hood or the door handle or, or something and you know about it I never go anywhere I work from home so therefore I, nobody comes to my house to duck my jeep I live in a smaller area anyway so if I go to the store I'm only in there for 15 minutes so that isn't really enough time to have someone notice me and go oh I should probably give him a duck either way it's still something nice my point is, is meet new people, do fun things, and just get out there. I'm working on it myself. It takes time. But what you can do until then is just, you know, figure out what you want to do. Make a plan. If you don't like making plans, you're unsure about it, just make sure that you have the money and, a, and an ultimate goal. There's ways to doing that and there's ways to around it. Say you want to go to... You want to drive to Vegas. There's six different ways to get to Vegas. Just by car. Figure out which one way you want to go. And and then just go, well, I'm going to drive that way. And I know Vegas is there. And if I change my mind halfway there, I can hit this other one. That's what Google Maps is for. Or Waze. Or here. Or, yeah, I think here is another driving app. Or... Onyx Off-Road or the Overland Bound 1 app. There's multiple different ones out there that will give you directions on where to go, whether you're on-road, off-road, or both. 
You could even use uh, Gaia, which will track your route. It's just something to do. But it's something that you should do. You should get out there. You, you make fr If you can't drive, make friends with somebody that can. Chances are there's uh, groups out there that go, if you want to go off-roading, but your you know, Prius doesn't allow you to and you don't have the money or the space to buy another vehicle, make funds, friends with them. Tell them that you're interested in it, but you just aren't capable of actually getting the equipment to do say anything, but you still want to come out if someone would let you be your passenger. Sure, you might have to pay for gas or... You, uh, you know, whenever afterwards everybody is sitting around, you might be the one that's cooking the burgers. Either way, you'd still be part of it. You'd still make friends. You might have to buy the beer that day. Who knows? I mean, if you don't drink, you could still, you know, buy it for them. Unless you have a serious issue, then probably not. I'm just doing a generalization for everybody here. You just need to sit down. And make a note. It helps if you write it down. I've noticed that help writing things down each day on what I have to do really helps. I try to write down six things. Even if it is, uh, I gotta check my email, I gotta check the real mail, I need to go to the dollar store, uh, I gotta, you know, do a project, post, you know, something. Yeah, I could put it in my phone, but honestly, if you put it in your phone, it's not going to be there. It's going to remind you and you'll just say ignore. It's not going to actually get done. Because your phone goes off all day long. It's just one less thing that you pay attention to. Unless you have a big post-it note on your computer. Uh, chances are you need that paper and pen. Because when you write it down, you tend to remember things. They teach you that in school. At least they used to be, you know, back in the day when computers were not readily available in every corner of somebody's life. So I leave you with this. And this is a short little thing this week because I just wanted to kind of stand on my soapbox and just get you guys motivated. Grab a friend. Grab a family member. Grab a loved one. Grab your dog. Maybe even your cat, if your cat loves being outside in a harness because we don't want him to run away. Hell, grab your turtle for all I care. But just grab you know, your best buddy, your partner, your lover, your friends, your mom, your dad, whoever. And just do something that you've never done before, before the year is up. Even if it's go putt, putt golf to the new place. Go eat at the new restaurant. See a movie that, at a new place that you've never seen a movie at. Go out and watch the sunset somewhere that you've never watched the sunset at. It's just something that you can now share with that. Sure, you know, you might make the person happy and they may talk about it forever. But that's the whole point, isn't it? Anyway. Thank you for checking in this week's of uh, Broken Thoughts. My thought process was, wasn't was that broken this week because I kind of was thinking about this this week because we were talking about it in my group of friends about just getting out there and doing stuff. And then we were talking about what states we've been to and so on and so forth. So, anyway, have a good week. And then hopefully I'll be here next week. Thank you.